For God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, hath shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Receive these words of life today, which have the capacity to change your life forever through the ministry of Pastor Prosper Etonam Dusi. Pastor Prosper Etonam Dusi is the lead pastor of Central Fellowship Ministries, a ministry headquartered in Ghana that is focused on the expansion of the Kingdom of Christ through the preaching of the Gospel. He also oversees and coordinates the Central Fellowship Theological College, a theological college that is focused on perfecting the saints through the accurate knowledge of Christ. Now, stay connected to this life-giving message from Pastor Prosper Etonam Lucy. morning. Let's thank God. Let's thank God for the word. Let's thank God for the word. Mende brado sotea. Elia padi andala bapa. Shibidi bidi bidi bianda ha. Mende brado sotea. Bada bada bapa. Le amando brado yoske padosi. Intere biyam. Andala bapa. Shabada bada 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 bada. Andala bapa. Shibidi bidi biyampa. E ando sotele proske padosi. Ando brado shabada bada bada bada. Randala bapa. Apaya, randala bapa, sebere bere 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 bapa, randala bapa, sabara bara bapa ndi, ele proske padose, entere be yampanteri andala bapa, sebere bere bere yanda ha, mente brade andala bapa. Thank you Lord, thank you Lord, thank you Lord, thank you Lord. Thank God for the new month. Le proske padosa te, ele amanda la bapa, sabara bara bapa, ele amanteri andala bapa, sebere bere 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 yanda ha, ele andala bapa, sabara bara bapa ndi. Anto bradosa le proske padosa andala bapa sabara bara bapa menteri andala bapa andala bapa le prosate pratosate e anteri andala bapa ando bradeas oh let's show we celebrate you Jesus thank you Lord thank you Lord thank you Lord in Jesus name thank you Father for the opportunity to sit at your feet this morning to receive all of you to receive of your food that is able to make us well we have an attitude this morning. An attitude of a child to receive the fullness thereof. There is no confusion in this atmosphere. And as we are built up and edified, you are glorified. In Jesus' name, Amen. May we assume our sister in the name of Jesus. We are still on our series. Um, what and Holy Spirit baptisms. Um, and uh, we'll continue. Um, 2 Timothy 2 and verse 15. 2 Timothy 2 verse 15. Show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needed be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Hallelujah. So, We've, we've seen that the word steady is the Greek word spodazo. Not to study the scriptures for yourself. It is be eager, be diligent, be zealous. Make every effort, every effort. Then he says to present yourself 
to present yourself as someone who is approved of God. Approved of God. Who has been tried and tested of God. Of God. Of God. Then he says, a workman. A workman. A workman is someone who is serious about his business. Who is serious about his business. A workman who is not ashamed. Ashamed in the area of rightly dividing the word of truth. So we are supposed to show a certain level of expertise when it comes to explaining scripture. Now, word of truth is scripture. But scripture contains so many things. Many people spoke in scripture. Thieves spoke in scripture. When the thief on the cross said, uh, why do you worry this man? Uh, he's not, he was not an evil man. That couldn't have been the gospel. But a thief spoke. Is it not in Bible? It is. So we, our business is to, is to separate the words and to separate carefully what the word of truth is. And that's what we've been trying to do with this particular subject. Now last week, we saw um, John's use of water. So this week, we'll continue with um, paying attention to Luke's account on baptism uh, before he wrote the Acts of Apostles. Because don't forget that the author of the Acts of Apostles is Luke. The author of the, the one who wrote the Acts of Apostles is Luke. So we'll look at his account, his, his synoptic, and then we'll look at his uh, account of the works of the apostles uh, in the early church. Hallelujah. Oh, praise the Lord. Are you here this morning? Bless Jesus. So, let's go to Luke 3. Luke 3, 7. Luke 3, 7. Luke 3, 7. Mm Mm-hmm. Then said he to the multitude that came forth to be baptized of him, mm-hmm. O generation of vipers, mm-hmm. who had warned you to flee from the wrath to come. Mm-hmm. Let's go to 12. 12 verse 12. Mm-hmm. Then came also publicans to be baptized mm-hmm. and said unto him, Master, what shall we do? Mm-hmm. Master, what shall we do? Let's go to verse 16. Verse 16, John answered, saying unto them all, mm-hmm. I indeed baptize you with water, mm-hmm. but one mightier than I cometh, mm-hmm. the latchet of whose shoes I am not worthy to unloose. Mm-hmm. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. So there is one who is coming, who is mightier than I, who is preferred more than me. He will come. I indeed baptize you with water. But there's one I am speaking of who will come, but he will not baptize you with water. He will baptize you with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. It's very clear. Let's go to verse 21. Verse 21. Mm-hmm. Now when all the people were baptized, it came to pass that Jesus also being baptized mm-hmm. and praying, mm-hmm. the heaven was open. The heaven were open. So Jesus will baptize you with Jesus will baptize with. Now, look at 
if you pay attention to the scriptures very carefully, you will see three things mentioned according to the scriptures we've written, we've read. The first thing you see is water, right? You see Holy Ghost, right? You see fire. Let's go back to Luke 3 3. Let's look at Luke 3 3. Luke 3 3. Uh-huh. And, he, and he came into all the country about Jordan, uh-huh. about Jordan, uh-huh. preaching the baptism of repentance for the remission. Pay attention here. Do you see that? Luke's use of baptism is not all with water. Look at it here. What do you see? He says, and he came into all the country about Jordan preaching the baptism. So, preaching as baptism. Are you following with me? Preaching here is, is compared to baptism. preaching of baptism. So, the preaching of baptism is different from the practice of baptism. What was the preaching about? There is one coming after me. What was the preaching about? There is one who is mightier than I. What is, the, what is the preaching? There is one greater than I. What is the preaching? We are to see him. He is more preferred than me. That is the preaching. The practice was water. Are you following here? Let's go to Luke 11.38. Luke 11.38. Mm-hmm. Luke eleven thirty eight. Yes. And when the Pharisees saw it, mm-hmm. he marveled mm-hmm. that he had not first washed before dinner. Mm. He had not first washed, washed, washed as baptism. Washed as baptism. Luke twelve fifty. Luke 12, 50. Because water will be purifying, cleansing. Is that not it? Yes. So watch the ass baptism, right? Uh-huh. But I have a baptism to be baptized with. Mm-hmm. And how am I straightened mm-hmm. till it be accomplished? Read it again. But I have a baptism to be baptized with. Uh-huh. And how am I straightened? So, I have a baptism. Jesus speaking here. I have a baptism to be baptized with. Which is talking about about what? Is it water? Is it water? What is he talking about? His death? His burial? His resurrection? I have a baptism to be baptized with. Come on. Come on. So, what he's talking about here is his experience. So, Luke's account will also consider an experience as baptism. Follow closely. We are going somewhere with this. Now, so the question is, did Luke refer to one activity as baptism? No. We've seen him comparing the, the experience of Jesus as baptism. We've seen him use washings as baptism. We've seen him use preaching as baptism. And we've seen him use water as baptism. So, how do we separate Look at the context in which the word is used. You cannot just assume that once they've said they've said baptism is water. No, that would be a lazy way to look at scripture. And when you look at it like that, you only have one mind. 
Every baptism is scriptures do not agree to that. Are you following this morning? Let's go to Acts chapter 1. Acts chapter 1. I want you to pay attention. Acts chapter 1. Let's go to verse 4 and 5. Acts chapter mm-hmm. And being assembled together with them, mm-hmm. commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, mm-hmm. but wait for the promise of the Father, mm-hmm. which, which saith he, ye have heard of me. Mm. Verse 5. Verse 5, for, for John truly baptized with water, mm-hmm. but he shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost mm-hmm. many days hence. Not so, many days hence. Not many days hence. Not many days hence. It means from a short while from now. Now, put a finger in Acts 1, 4, and 5 and go to Luke 24, 49. Don't forget, I've told you the author of Luke and the author of Acts is the same person, Luke. Right? Now, let's look at what he wrote in his synoptic. Luke 24, 49. Luke 24, 49. Mm-hmm. And behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you. But tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem, until mm-hmm. ye be endued with power mm-hmm. from on high. From on high. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to Jesus. Now, do you see something striking there? Look at what the promise will be. Let's do Acts 1, 4, and 5 again. Acts 1, 4, and 5. Uh-huh. And being assembled together with them, mm-hmm. commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, mm-hmm. but wait for the promise of the Father. Wait for the promise of the Father. The promise of the Father. The promise of the Father. Huh? Which saith he, ye have heard of Which me. saith he, ye have heard. So all along, they have been hearing of the promise that should come. The promise of the Father was not water baptism. Hello? The promise, there is one, that is why John, being the last apostle, uh, the last prophet of the Old Testament, will still use water under the law as purifying, not of the, of the spirit, but of the flesh. Because there is one who is going to come who will now deal with the spirit. Are you following here? So the promise of the father was what they were looking to. Now, here, as ye as said he, ye have heard of me. Ye have heard of me. Where did they hear it? John told them, there is one mightier than I who cometh. Who, the lashes of whose shoes I'm, on, I'm, I'm, I'm worthy to lose. He will baptize you with Holy Ghost. So you have heard that about me. Verse 5. Verse 5. For John truly baptized with water. For John truly baptized with water. But he shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost. So the promise of the Father is the baptism with the Holy Ghost. Are you following the thing here? Because that's what they promised them. Look, Go back to Luke 24, 49. You will get it now. And behold. And behold, I the promise of the father oh were they looking for the promise or were they looking to the promise then he says i send you the promise of the father that cannot be water baptism hello are you catching the thing here Mm -hmm. read it 
mm -hmm. upon you. Mm -hmm. But tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem mm -hmm. until ye be endued with power yeah, yeah, yeah. on high. Hallelujah. So, Acts 1 5, not many days from now, then in Acts 2, they experience it. The baptism of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. So, the point is the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Is it very clear now? Is it very clear now? So, don't go and say, say uh, 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 if, if you don't get, if you are not baptized in water, you, you will not receive the Holy Ghost. The promise of the Father is no water. The promise of the Father is spirit. The promise of the Father will not work on your flesh. The promise of the Father will dwell in you. It goes into your heart. Are you following here? Very important. Very important. Don't, don't let anybody up of the of the of the strength of your Lord in the things of God. So you are learning very carefully to be able to do an apology. We call it a defense of the gospel. A defense of the gospel. Because many people are confused in church now. Many. So you are light enough to be able to defend the gospel. Are you here this morning? So Luke closed his account. Of course, Luke has 24 chapters. Right? Mark has 16. Look at, Luke closed his account with a uh, uh, close gospel with the baptism of the Holy Ghost and it's accounted for the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Are you following the thing here? He closed his account and yet it was Luke who gave us quite a number of the water, 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 water. He closed his account with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. We just read it, 49. Then opened it, not just verse 5, let's go to verse 8, Acts 1, 8. Acts 1 8. Mm -hmm. But ye shall receive power. Mm -hmm. After that, the Holy Ghost is come upon you. You shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. The Holy Ghost coming upon you comes with power. There's a certain infusion of the Spirit of God that gives us enablement. So that's the power. Are you following? The Holy Ghost that I mean, so those people who ridicule, you know, being slain. You know, having these people are too these people are too sentimental. The Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost is not like some ice water all the time. He <laughs> gives you power. He infuses you with power. Power. Power to do. Power to do. What power? What what are we going to do? Read on. And ye shall be witnesses upon me both in Jerusalem. And you shall be witnesses unto me. Unto me. Both mm -hmm. in Jerusalem mm -hmm. and in all Judea. So the power is for witnessing. Any believer who has believed Christ is baptized of God, has the Holy Ghost, has power to preach. So what it means is that, and Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me. Go ye therefore is the power of the Holy Ghost. To enable you to preach. If you don't do it, the Holy Ghost will beat you. Are you catching the thing here? So when he says, all power is given to me, he has given us that power. We call it delegated power. Now go in my name. I told you name is not recital. Name is authority. Name is power. So I am sending you in the power that I have. Go preach. Now 
I don't know what to do. You know. I know all things. I have the mind of Christ. I walk in his authority. I walk in his power. Wherever I go and preach, hearts will be won. Souls will be saved. That is why you are giving the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is not giving you so that you can, you know, do you know me? Do, do, do you know me? It is only fetish priests who do that. But our power is not to come and demonstrate foolishness. Our power is to save lives. Our power is to win souls. Hallelujah! And let the devil try. He will know. I am catching the thing here. So if you are in Christ, our level is different. Don't bring your worldly fetishism into Christ. The life I now live, I live by the Son of God who died and gave himself. So I don't live on my own. What is the rushing? I live for him. Paul says to live is Christ, to die is gain. We saw this yesterday, right? The church also said, where are you all there? <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Are you following this morning? Very important. Luke 24, 47. Luke 24, 47. Luke 24, 47. Uh-huh. And that repentance and remission of sins uh-huh. should be preached in his name. So remission and repentance of sin will not be washings. Uh, yeah, yeah. <coughs> there is no amount of distilled water that can wash away sins. No, 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 no. It will take the blood of Jesus. Now the blood of Jesus plus God plus Jesus plus all of God is in the preaching. Read it, read it. It's there right there. The repentance and remission of sin should, should, should be preached. Should, should be washed. Should be drowned. Should be swimmed. What do we do with it? Repentance preach. and remission of sins should be preached. Preach. That is preach. the power of preaching. It will be foolishness to those who don't understand it. But it is the power of God to them. Ayaya, ayaya. Glory to Jesus. Say, I will preach. I will Wherever I go. Hallelujah. Are people who are waiting for you, you have no idea. They are waiting for you. And when they are not saved, you didn't save. It's not Jesus didn't die. Did he die? Did he raise from the dead? Is he seated? Is he waiting for you to go and preach? To continue what he started with? If you fail to go, have you disrespected him? Answer the questions carefully because you'll be judged. <laughs> Praise the Lord. If you fail to go, have you disrespected him? Have you dishonored him? Have you made his work, his work useless? Are you telling him that he didn't know what he was doing when he saved you? <laughs> it's a serious matter. It's a serious matter. All your life, you are to live for somebody. All your life. Church, let's get this. All your life, you are to live for somebody. Somebody must receive life through your life. If you fail to do it, you are so selfish. In the heaven, you see, there are things of the spirit that do not look normal to men. And there are some things that look normal to men that do not look normal in the spirit. As for me, me, my Christianity is a personal thing. As for, I, I'm, still, I'm still receiving my healing. I'm not even here. You want me to go and preach? You, are, you don't know what you're saying. 
Even the dead bones of a prophet was raising people to life. You are here, say my leg. Me, the way my leg is even paining me, I have not received. So you are saying you have not received your healing. You walk in healed all the time. Hmm? You prophesy what you want. I am healed. He said, me, I am not even healed yet. 20 years, you are still not healed. 30, you are not healed. Wait, by 40, you die, become a ghost. You are still not healed. So there are some things that we say, it doesn't make spiritual sense. I mean, I've not even taken care of my children. And you want me to go and preach. You don't know you. You are to live for somebody. You are saying you, 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 you. You are to live for somebody. You, 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 you. You've not caught revelation yet. Because the person must receive Christ through you. No one else but through you. So can you imagine if you fail to do that? You've robbed the kingdom of a soul. Remission of sin is to be preached. If remission of sin is to be preached, then preaching then becomes a form of baptism. Wow. Wow. That's what Luke is communicating to us. Let's go back to Acts chapter 1, verse 5. Acts chapter 1, verse 5. Mm-hmm. So I've told you to put finger, you see the priest crossing. Yeah. So put a finger at Luke 24, then we go to Acts chapter 1, verse 5. Acts chapter 1, verse 5. Yeah. For John truly baptized with water, mm-hmm. but he shall be baptized with ghost. Uh-huh. Not many days hence. Not many days hence. John truly baptized with water, but I am going to baptize you with the Holy Ghost. Not many days from now. So the question is, did Jesus ask anyone to baptize with water? Oh, let, the, let the answers come with boldness. We've read and read and read and read. And almost every time in this series, I'll be asking the question. So it, it, it dawns on your spirit. Did Jesus ask anyone to baptize with water? Number two, what was John's baptism? Water. Oh, answer the question with boldness. What was John's baptism? Water, which is cleansing, which is purifying. On the, of the spirit or of the body? So what, his baptism was water. Was it physical or spiritual? Was it figurative or, or, or the real thing? Figurative. Was it pointing to or that is what we are to experience today? It's pointing to. So if John's baptism is water, physical, what would be Jesus' baptism? Holy Spirit. Spiritual, the real baptism, the true baptism, which he alone will baptize. After Jesus, will anybody baptize with another baptism? Small, hmm. small. So, why did John baptize with water? So, why did John baptize? Let's see. John baptized. Number one, please write this. We know why he baptized with water. But why did he be why did he be baptized? Because the, according to the prophecy concerning John, there is nowhere that it was mentioned he will baptize. Check it. Go to Malachi. 
the prophecy concerning John was that there is one coming in the spirit of Elias who will make his path straight. No baptism. So why did he baptize? It's important, right? Number one. He baptized to prepare men for Christ. Because all through that you may that you may um, that you may you, you, you may escape the wrath. There's one coming. That was the message. To prepare men for Christ. Matthew 3 2, Luke 7 30. Number two. Because it was an outward ceremony. Cleansing from the law of Moses. Now, don't forget. John the Baptist happened to be the last prophet of the Old Testament. Now, he was under the law. Now, in the law, there was washings, diverse washings. We read Hebrews 9. You remember? We read Hebrews 9. Saw what was imposed on them, diverse washings, till the day of Till the day of till, <laughs> I will not ask the question again. Till the they, they were this this things were imposed on them till the day of something. We saw it last week. <laughs> Somebody saying something. I want to hear that. I want to <laughs> no 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 that one because you is an application, but they say no no no. I it was a word there. Okay, so let's go. <laughs> John three twenty two to twenty five. So diverse washings was part of the law of Moses. Hebrews nine nine to ten. So read Hebrews nine nine to ten. You find it there. Hebrews 9, 9 to 10. Let's read. Hebrews 9, 9 to 10. Mm-hmm. Figure of time then present, mm-hmm. which were fed both gifts and sacrifices, mm-hmm. that could not make him that did the service perfect, mm-hmm. as, attaining to, as pertaining to the conscience. Mm-hmm. I told the conscience to be faith towards God. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Only in meat and drinks. Mm-hmm. And diverse washings. So diverse washings was part of the law. Which was imposed on them until the day of reformation. I told you that one. So the day of reformation is what? The appearance of Christ. And his work. Are you following? So that was what. So what he did was in agreement with what was under the law. That's why he baptized. So the baptism was not what was said concerning him, but he picked the element of the law and practiced. He is not the one. So let him do. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Jesus, born of a now, go to Galatians um, four. Galatians. Galatians 4 4. 
Galatians 4 4. And when the fullness of time. Galatians 4 4. Yes. But when the fullness of time was come, uh-huh. God sent forth his son uh-huh. of a woman. Uh-huh. Made under the law. That is why Jesus will be baptized. Why? To fulfill all righteousness. Because he was also made under the law. But in his death and resurrection, he takes us out of the law. Verse 5. Mm-hmm. To redeem. To redeem. To redeem them that were under the law. Are you following here? Yes, Pastor. So he will be baptized to agree with the law. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, uh, but Jesus was baptized. Why, why was he baptized? To fulfill all righteousness. He told you. Number two, he was born under the law so that he will redeem them that are under the law. His resurrection did that. Are you following here? Are we, are we, are we, are we here or, or we are at home? We are dealing with important things here. Yo, my Jesus was baptized. He told you why he was baptized. He told you why. And we are seeing why John also baptized. Number three. So, the second point, don't forget, oh, he used water because it was part of the carnal ordinances under the law. What was told John to do was to preach about Christ, the one who is mightier than him. In his work, he added the law. Pay attention here. He added the law. But that was going to work within a certain time frame. Because the Lord, the law has an expiry date. I don't know if you have a Christ. So there's a certain understanding that should be reached in this, in this series. What was imposed on them, even under the law, had a time frame. John was not asked to go and baptize. He did. Only, why? That is why we are saying, we are, look, we are, we are looking at it. Hmm? So what he did was already under the law. Washings, purifyings. But don't forget, that will only deal with the body, not the spirit. And John already told you that what I'm doing, eh, there is one who will do better. In fact, as you see me here, my own is decreasing. It's to increase. <laughs> he's, he's preferred more than I am. It's what some did, did, did. One map does, yeah. Oh, my God, what's that? And my man, where? My man, you can't. You better show So, he used water. The third thing. He used water to disciple men. Don't forget. Let me go over again. The first thing is that he baptized to prepare men for Christ. Matthew 3, 2. Luke 7.30. Number two. Because it was an outward ceremony. Cleansing from the law of Moses. John 3.22 and 25. John 3.22 to 25. Because it was part of the Mosaic law. Washing, purifyings was part of the Mosaic law. He continued. Because he was also a prophet under the law. Being the last prophet under the law. Hebrews 9.9 to 10. Tells us that those washings were part of the carnal ordinances. 
What Jesus will do will be spiritual. It will not be carnal. These are carnal ordinances, washings, diverse washings. Are you following here? Then number three, he used water baptism to disciple men. John 3, 26. John 4, 1 and 2. Now, why did they need this? It was a tradition of knowing who is with you and who is following you. So, the race, so if Jesus says that, go make disciples, he didn't say it out of the blues. It was according to scripture. So you know those who are following you. Now, go make disciples for me because I have made you. So those who follow you will follow me. Are you following here? So the word disciple is not a supernatural word. It's not a supernatural word. But it is how we apply it. Why should we make disciples? Because we are being discipled by who? Christ. So Paul put it this way. Imitate me as I imitate Christ. Because you know that your source is right. Your disciples will be right. That's the confidence God has in you. <laughs> Don't disappoint him. Are you following here? Number four. To get men to repent. To get men to repent. To change their, their mind. To change their mind. To change their mind of the one who is to come. To change their mind of the one who is to come. Because the one who is to come is going to do the real thing. So repentance here must be put into proper context. Mark 1, 4 and 5. Matthew 3, 11. The fifth thing, number five. He baptized and he used water so that Christ will be made known. John 1.31 Christ will be made known. Number six. Let, let me go over five. <clears throat> he baptized so that Christ will be made known. John 1.31 We've read all of these. We've read every one of the scriptures. John 1.31 And I knew him not, but, he, but that he should be made manifest to Israel. Wow. Therefore, am I come baptizing with water. It's right there. I was saying me in it today. And until I made me bar, I made me So that as he comes and he dips and the Holy Ghost falls on him, I can know he's the one. So I am using this practice to determine him. Indeed, he's my cousin, but I don't know him as the Messiah. That must come by revelation. But I need to create something for that revelation to be made true. Are you following here? That's why he baptized though. Water baptism is not for you. <laughs> Number six. No other baptism was to replace John's baptism. It's an important conclusion we need to make at this time. 
that no other baptism was to replace John's baptism. John's baptism is John's baptism. John's baptism was water. Water. So let me ask a question again. So, anywhere we read men baptized with water, what are we referring to? What are we referring to? So, anywhere we read in scripture, including Acts of Apostles, in the epistles, they were baptized with water. Or they were baptized with water. Whose baptism would that be? Very important. We are going somewhere. John's baptism, which is ceremonial, ceremonial cleansing, which was purifying. John's baptism, which is to make Israel know the Messiah. John's baptism, which was outward cleansing and which had nothing to do with the heart. John's baptism, which is figurative, pointing to the real baptism. So anywhere you see water baptism, it's talking about John's baptism. Please pay attention. So, now, we've seen that at point was John's baptism an act of faith. Because people were baptized in water, they did not believe Jesus. It was not an act of faith. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. It was not an act of salvation. It was all spiritual. Hallelujah. So answer these questions for me. Number one, did Jesus endorse John's baptism? Hmm. Was he not baptized? By who? So you are saying no. Why? He endorsed it. He endorsed John's baptism. Why? To fulfill all righteousness. Oh, come on, come on. He needed to endorse John's baptism. He needed to. Why? It was under the law. Oh. Come on, let me ask a question again. <laughs> this is an important series. Of, so we ask a lot of questions. Did Jesus endorse John's baptism? Yes. Then the next one. Did Jesus baptize people with water? What was Jesus going to do as far as baptism is concerned? Exactly. Holy Ghost. So his part is Holy Ghost baptism. So anytime you see water baptism, is talking about John. Water, John. Holy Ghost, Jesus. Water, John. Holy Ghost, Jesus. Don't be confused where you read it. You know. It's a template. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, when you see John's disciples also baptized, what are they baptizing with? Water. And whose baptism will that be? John's. When you see Jesus' disciples baptized with water, whose baptism will that be? Thank you. Why? Because Jesus will not baptize with water. He will baptize with Holy Ghost. Don't get confused though. We are going somewhere. Follow closely. Before I run away. Luke 7, 28. Hmm. 
Luke 7, 28. Mm -hmm. For I say unto you, among those that are born of women, there is not a greater prophet than John the Baptist. There is not a greater prophet than John the Baptist. Uh -huh. But he but he that is least in the kingdom of God uh -huh. is greater than Is greater he. than he. He didn't catch it. John, he says, there is no one born of a woman greater than John the Baptist. Born of a woman greater. Why? Because it was only John out of all the prophets, including Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, Amos, Habakkuk, Zephaniah, Nehum, Obadiah. Eh? <laughs> oh, there was none who could point on and say, This is he. So there is none greater than him. But in the kingdom where we are born of the spirit and not of water, you are greater than him. Why? Beyond, pay attention, the baptism of the Holy Spirit is the entrance of God into man. John pointed, you carry. Ah. That's the difference. So, born of the Spirit is having the fullness of God resident in you. John is pointing to you are carrying him. That's the difference. That's the difference. So, to be, so it's not a live thing. I'm born of what I, what I talking. No. It's to be carrying him. To be birthed with the Spirit. So, can we draw a few conclusions? Let's draw a few conclusions. Now, the first thing is that he, Jesus endorsed John's ministry. He did. He did. He did. The second thing is that John never said Christ will baptize with water. When you go to Mark 1.8 Mark 1.8 Mark 1.8 I indeed baptize you with water but he shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost. So John himself never said that Jesus will baptize with water. Never. He never said that. Matthew 3.11, the same account is there. Luke 3.6, John 1.31-33 Jesus does not baptize with water. He does not baptize with water. He baptizes with Holy Ghost. Number three. Jesus spoke of the Spirit, not of water. Jesus spoke of the Spirit. John 7, 37 to, 4, to 39. John 7, 37 to 39. John chapter 14, chapter 15, chapter 16. All talk about the Spirit. We saw that last two weeks. He spoke the Spirit. Luke 24, 49. Luke 24, 49. And Acts 1, 5. Obvious. Acts 1 5. He spoke of the Spirit. Number four. Peter, having had revelation, now writes in his epistle. First Peter. In Acts 11 20, 16. Acts 11 16. Acts 11 16. He makes. Contrast. You cannot baptize. So the thing is this: that you cannot baptize someone with water in the Holy Ghost. 
I was, I, I was having a discussion with someone. I said, have you, have you really thought about this? I baptize you with water in the name of Jesus. That must be a, a certain level of confusion. I baptize you with water in the name of Jesus. Anytime you talk about water, it's talking about John. So I baptize you endorsing John as Jesus is complimenting. Ah! Let me bring your mind closer to it. I baptize you with John. We agree. You are water. You are John baptized. As Jesus is commending you. Ah, ah. John is water. Jesus is Holy Ghost. So I baptize you with water. Then I add Holy Ghost. Eh, eh. It doesn't add up. Are you seeing the thing here? Water is not spirit. Spirit is not water. You are either baptized with water or you are baptized with spirit. Are you seeing the thing here? That is why going to the sea, if I knew, you know, in the name, in water, and I say in the name of Jesus, who is baptizing who here? The same way, what, uh, in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, who is in charge here? I want to know who is in charge here. Who is in charge here? Is it the Father? Is it the Son? Is it the Holy Ghost? Who is in charge of this ceremony? That's the same level of confusion. I baptize you with water in the name of Jesus. Who is in charge here? So you are either baptized because one must decrease, another must increase. The two cannot operate at the same time. And John told you, he told you, one is preferred more than me. What it means is that what he will do will be preferred more than what I did. So you cannot combine the two, Pastor. We cannot combine the two. Oh, one of the important conclusions we need. To... Are you following it? <laughs> if you sit at home and say, "What are they doing there?" For those people, all my name say they are spot everything. You come and listen. Your confusion will evaporate. When the Spirit of God is at work, it will not take the counsel of men. You just settle. Kakra, kakra, kakra. That's the same way you too, when you have been taught, take the same grace out. Kakra. All of you go to hell. If you are water baptized, come. Let me write your name in the book of death. You cannot go do that. You have to teach. Because it will come via preaching. Take your time with the people outside. They are not going to any hell here. Easy. Are you following me? So you take your time with the people. Now let's draw those conclusions. Very important. Number five, right? John's baptism was still by. Don't forget, John's baptism was still spoken by Peter in Acts. When you go to Acts chapter ten, verse thirty-seven. Acts thirteen, verse thirty-four. Acts ten, verse thirty-seven. Acts thirteen, verse thirty-four. Acts 18 verse 15. Acts 
25, 25, 25. Acts 18, 25. Acts 19, 3 and 4. So, we're expecting that in the Acts of Apostles, John's baptism will decrease and Holy Ghost baptism will increase. And yet, in the Acts of Apostles, even Peter still spoke about, about John's baptism. It's an important indication we need to see. Let's look at number six. Jewish believers in Acts of Apostles kept observing the law of Moses. They did. Even to Acts 28, including water purification, like ablution, they still did. Jewish believers, they still did. To Acts 21, 23 to 26. Let's go to Acts 21. Quickly. Acts 21. Mm-hmm. 23. Acts 21, 23. Mm-hmm. Do therefore this that we say to thee. Mm-hmm. We have four men which have a vow on them. Mm-hmm. Take them and purify thyself with them. Ah, take them. And I told you purifying will be washings. Will be baptism. They were still doing it. And one one. They're still doing it. Take them and purify them. And purifying, cleansing, is an extract of the law of Moses. Hmm. They still did. Let's move on. Mm-hmm. Take them and purify thyself with them. Mm-hmm. And be at charges with them. Mm-hmm. That they may have their heads. And all may know that those things whereof were, they were informed concerning thee mm-hmm. are nothing. Mm-hmm. But that thou thyself also walkest orderly. Mm-hmm. And Keepest the law. And keepest the law. Wow. Read on. 25. Mm-hmm. As touching the Gentiles which believe, mm-hmm. we have written and concluded that they observe no such thing. They observe no such, such thing. thing. And the last time I checked, we are all Gentiles. <laughs> they observe no such thing. Because all the things that the Jewish believers will do will be under the law. And as much as the law is supposed to have faded away. Read on. They observe no such thing, mm-hmm. save only that they keep themselves from things offend, offered to idols, mm-hmm. and from blood, mm-hmm. and from strangled, mm-hmm. and from fornication. Mm-hmm. Then, then Paul, Paul took the men, uh-huh. and the next day, purifying himself with them, hey! entered into the temple. Hey! To signify what? To signify the compassion. Accomplishment of the days of purification uh-huh. until that an offering should be offered for every man of hey. them. Hey. Follow. So you saw purifyings in the Acts of Apostles. <laughs> Not Christ and those though. They did. They did. Hebrews 9.10 Look at how they call them. Canal ordinances so. And yet they did. 
Hebrews 9 10. Uh-huh. Stood only in meat and drinks. Which only in meat and drinks. And divers washings. And divers. Did you see purify? By Paul. He says go and purify them. Yes. Yes. He yes. just told them yes. in Acts 21. Yes. Go and purify. Yes. And yet in Hebrews, those things are carnal ordinances. Read it. And divers washings. Uh huh. And carnal ordinances. And carnal ordinances. Imposed on them. Imposed on them. Until the time of reformation. Until the time of reformation was at us at the Acts of Apostles. Had they encountered the day of reformation? Yes. Because Jesus had died and resurrected. So the question is this. Pay attention. The Holy Ghost involved. Hey, the church is quiet. No! What was Paul doing? Agreeing with the law. <laughs> That's it. The Holy Ghost was not involved. It's a serious matter, eh? <laughs> so, water baptism, or who was the baptism mentioned in the Acts of Apostles belonging to? Thank you. Are you following here? It's very important. Now, is there any water baptism in the name of Jesus? No! Hmm. Let's refer to this. John's baptism in, in Acts of Apostles. Let's put this down quickly. Acts 1 5. 22. Acts 1 5 and 22. Just pen them down quickly as important references. John in. It's in Acts, right? Acts 1 5. And then verse 22. Acts 8 36. Acts 8 36. Acts 10 37 and 47. Acts 10 37 and 47. Acts 11 16. Acts 11 16. Acts 13 34. Acts 13, 13, 34. Acts 18, 8. Acts 18, 8. Acts 19, 3 and 4. Let me go over again. Acts 1, 5 and 22. Acts 8, 36. Acts 10, 37 and 47. Acts 11, 16. Acts 13, 34. Acts 18, 8. Acts 19, 3 and 4. So, what are we seeing here? That in the four gospels, the baptism with water was forefront. The references of water baptism in the Acts of Apostles is what I've given you. But you see it major in the in the four gospels. In the Acts of Apostles, you see that in as much as it was practiced, Holy Ghost baptism was in the four. What we see in Acts according to John, should have ceased. But in as much as it was, pro- it was practiced, you will see more of Holy Ghost baptism. Because the only references I've given you, as compared to the numerous references we saw two weeks ago. Are you following here? So in as much as it was practiced, you saw more of Holy Ghost baptism in the form. That's an important thing that we see. Look at Matthew 3.11. Matthew 
Matthew 3:11. I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance, mm -hmm. but he that cometh after me is mightier than Are I. Are you following? I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance. Unto repentance to change your mind to to now see him. So repentance there is to shift your mind to see him. Who? Him who baptized you with the Holy Ghost. So repentance there is not change of ways necessarily. It's a shift of mindset to begin to look at the one who baptized you with Holy Ghost. Because it's right there. Read it again. Matthew 3, 11. I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance. Mm -hmm. But he that cometh after me is mightier than I. Than I. Verse 10. Verse 10. And now also the axe is laid unto the roots of the tree. Therefore every tree which bringeth not forth good fruit is worn down and cast into the fire. Mm -hmm. I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance. Uh -huh. But he that cometh after me is mightier than I, mm. whose shoes I am not worthy to bear. Mm. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. Uh -huh. Whose Shoes I am not Verse 12. Whose fan? Whose fan is in his hand. Mm -hmm. And he will thoroughly purge his floor. Mm -hmm. And gather what his wheat into the gunner. Mm -hmm. But he will burn up the chaff with unquenchable fire. Mm. Now, when Jesus was referring to John's baptism in Acts 1.5, you saw that Jesus left out major parts of this. I don't know if you can see it. Put a finger in Matthew chapter 3 and go to Acts chapter 1 verse 5. <clears throat> quick, quick, quick. Acts chapter 1 verse 5. Mm -hmm. For John truly baptized with water, uh -huh. but he shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost. So Jesus was speaking concerning what John said. Right? Let's look at what John said in Matthew chapter 3. Matthew chapter 3 verse 11. Yes. I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance. Uh -huh. But he that cometh after me is mightier than I, uh -huh. whose shoes I am not worthy to bear. Uh -huh. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. With Holy Ghost and with fire. Then he continues. Whose fan is in his hand, uh -huh. and he will thoroughly purge his floor mm -hmm. and gather his wheat mm -hmm. into the garner. Uh -huh. But he will burn up the chaff with unquenchable fire. So, so... Verse 12 is talking about God's judgment. When Jesus did not repeat in Acts 1.5. Pay attention here. Why? What it means is that the day of vengeance is on the message is preached and men fail to believe. But for now, it's grace, right? For now, it's grace period. The judgment will be after men have refused so the part of us eh, when people go to hell you will be accountable to their going to hell until the mess is the same thing that happened in isaiah 61 verse 1 when jesus was quoting it in luke 4 18 he took away the day of vengeance why because until the message is preached and people have the option to believe or to disbelieve judgment is not coming I don't know if you are getting it. So we have a responsibility to snatch people from hell. It will happen. I said it will happen. Whether we like it or not, it will happen. <laughs> Hallelujah. 
Are you seeing the thing here? We have a responsibility. And then you shun it. What's your good old Say talking. And you shun it more. And now the air And now the air day. And now the air day. Promise of the Father we've seen will happen after the resurrection of Jesus from the dead, right? John 7 38, 37. So the question is, why is it called of the Father? Let me give you a few references and go and read, please. John 14, 16, and 26, as I round up. John 14, 16, and 26. John 15, 26. John 15, 26. John 16, 7 to 14. John 16, 7 to 14. One five, Acts one five, Acts one five, Acts one five. John fourteen sixteen. And I'll pray. And I will pray the Father. Mm -hmm. And he shall give you another comforter. Alos Paracletos. Another same comforter. Of the same. Of the same comforter. Another comforter. Another comforter is not a different comforter. The word another there is the Greek word alos. Of the same. That's one to people. A lot of people have twisted it into something else. Says another, so it means that the Holy Spirit is different from. Uh -huh. No, is the Greek word for another there is not English another, it's of the same. So the Holy Ghost is the Spirit of Christ. So the Holy Ghost must celebrate Christ. Any spirit that does not celebrate Christ is another spirit. So if you are, if people, things are being done under the auspices of the Holy Spirit, and you don't see Christ celebrated, it's another spirit. Are you following? <laughs> When is celebrating the person who is doing the thing. There is no Holy Ghost here. Because the Holy Spirit must refer to Christ. He will speak of me. He will speak of me. So whilst the Holy Spirit is saying Jesus, you are saying something else. Wow. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. Read it, please. And another, another comforter. That he may abide with you. That he forever. may abide with, with you forever. Mm. You forever. Then look at Acts 1 5. Acts 1 5. For mm -hmm. John truly baptized with water, mm -hmm. but he shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost mm -hmm. not many days hence. You shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days from now. Verse 8. Verse 8, but ye shall receive power mm -hmm. after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Pay attention. He says he will be with you. Then he says he will come upon you. Now, all the references we see in John emphasizes the Holy Spirit in the records of Luke, both in Luke and in Acts, will focus more on upon. Both are talking about the same thing, the Holy Spirit. His indwelling ability and his outward expression in his works. 
his indwelling ability will be in you. Then upon you will be the outward manifestation of that which is in you. He's still talking about the Holy Spirit. So you are not confused. So whether it is used upon or in or within or with, it's still talking about the Holy Spirit. So anytime upon is used, it's talking about the outward manifestation of the works of the Holy Spirit. So hands are laid, it's upon. Speaking in tongue, it's upon. You are seeing the outward manifestation. But in means that he is resident in you. He must be in you to be upon you. He must be in you to be upon you. So the spirit that is in you, that abides with you, is the same spirit that uses you for his own good. Hallelujah. So it's still talking about the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let's round up. So, we now see the promise of the Father will be the baptism of the Holy Ghost. So, when we go to the epistles now, we can see in Romans 6, 3 to 11. Romans 6, 3 to 11. Wow. Romans 6, 3 to 11. Mm -hmm. Know ye not mm -hmm. that so many of us as were baptized into Jesus, uh -huh. We're baptized into his death. Pay attention. Know ye not. Now we are in epistles. Now we are in revelation. Now we are in the explanation of what happened in the Acts of Apostles. Know ye not. That what? Read on please. Know ye not uh -huh. that so many of us as were baptized. With water. Into Jesus. With Christ. water. With water. Into Jesus. How were we baptized when we believed? The Bible. Paul is telling the church of Roman, Rome, that do you don't know, don't you know, that when you believed, it was as if you were baptized. So believing is equating, believing is equated to baptism. Now we are in epistles. Uh -huh, read on. But we're baptized into Jesus Christ. Uh -huh. We're baptized into his death. Into his death. Therefore, we are buried with him by baptism into death. We abide. Mm -hmm. That like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, uh -huh. even so we also should walk in newness of life. Wow. So, what you see in baptism, what happens in baptism? You are immersed, means you are buried. Then you are raised, means you raised with Jesus. That activity has not been replaced with believing. That's what John is, Paul is talking about here. Are you following here? So that once you are raised, don't forget, your burying and your raising is in one thing now, believing. So that once you believe, you begin to walk in the newness of life. It is not out of any water. It is now a spirit thing. Oh, come on, there's a church here this morning. Mm-hmm. For we have been planted five. Yes. For we, for if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, uh -huh. we shall also we shall be also mm -hmm. in the likeness of his resurrection. We shall be also in the likeness of his resurrection. Uh -huh. Knowing this, uh -huh. that our old man is crucified with him. Knowing this, there's a certain conviction here. There's a certain knowledge here. Knowing. 
that our old man is crucified, is with, crucified. Him. Uh-huh. with him. With him. That the body of sin might be destroyed. Now, pay attention here. What is destroyed is the body of sin. What is destroyed is the nature of sin. Body. What is not destroyed is the activities of sin. What is destroyed is the body of sin. Nature of sin. So the believer can sin means the believer can misconduct himself. But the believer is not in sin because the nature, the body of sin has been destroyed. That is why the believer is not judged because his judgment was put on Christ. The believer waits for his reward. The unbeliever is charged because he has no place to put his judgment. Your believing in Christ is you being judged. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Are you here? I'm doing like two, three things at the same time. Please follow closely because we'll be dealing with salvation though. Maybe next year. These things are very important. So, uh, so a believer, uh, what if he goes to drink and eat and, 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 and eat pork? What about that one? Eh? Why are you in the Old Testament? Uh, why are you also a Jew? The last time I checked, you're a heathen. <laughs> He goes to drink. If a believer goes to drink, you sit the believer down. Open uh, uh, any science textbook and show that believer his lungs, his kidney, his liver and tell the person, Jesus has no problem with you, but you will suffer in this world and die a foolish death and will go to a foolish funeral and give foolish... By the time you finish with that believer, if the Holy Spirit is in him, he will check himself. Because between you and God, don't forget, the drinking is not in the spirit. The drinking is in the flesh. Once he drops this flesh in his glorified form, he will not know what he's drinking. But the flesh is messing him up. He doesn't know himself. So he will die a foolish death after drinking all the Obogolo in the world. Are you here this morning? It's a serious thing. Unim unim. Between God and that believer, there's no problem. Because God is looking at the spirit. So, what, you should know how to preach to a believer. If the person is not a believer, that's a different thing. Because that one plus the punishment is to be double punishment. What has drinking done to man? If not to destroy man. Drinking. Smoking. What's that? Check it. It will mess you up badly. So you open a science textbook. <laughs> this is your kidney. Oh. This is your liver. Oh. These are your lungs. Oh. This is what will happen to it when you put in this field. Your body does not need any more alcohol than the banku and the kenke you have been eating is good enough. Hmm? If you add these ones, we use it to, to Cleanse things. Eh? Then now you want to cleanse your inside. What you are 
doing to your inside is using akasha to clean your inside. Hey! Tell that person. Sit the person now. Pray in the Holy Ghost. And minister these graceful words. The person should see himself and change. Look at how drinking has colored you. Eh? Drinking is coloring you. Praise the Lord. Can I close here? Yes. Yes. First Corinthians 12, 13. <laughs> have you read up to 11? Oh, quickly, quickly, quickly. Today we don't have a lot of time. <laughs> Where are you? Verse 8, right? Verse 6. Okay. Knowing this, that our old man is crucified. So your old man is crucified. Say, my old man, my old man is, crucified. is crucified. What it means, say it after What it means... What it means is that I don't have a past. Is that I don't have a past. My life, my life has begun. Has begun in Christ. In Christ, I live in Christ. I live in. I Christ. continue in Christ. I continue. I in manifest Christ. Christ. I manifest. I show Christ. forth His glory. I show forth. I don't glory. have a past. I don't have a past. That is why you are not judged. Yeah. Because you don't have a past. Your life began in Christ. He took it away. He takes it away. Not what you do will take it away. Wow. Mm-hmm. That the body of sin might be destroyed. The body of sin might be destroyed. That yes. henceforth mm-hmm. we should not serve sin. Pay attention. That henceforth, because that old nature has been taken away, you don't have the capacity not to serve sin. You have it. If if the old nature was not taken away, in prayer won't me that. But once the old nature is taken away, and you have a new nature, which is the nature of Christ, because you are in Him, now you you have the capacity not to serve sin. You don't walk in it. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. For he that is dead is freed from sin. Ah, dead means buried. Dead means believed. Is free from sin. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Eight. Now, if we are, if we be dead with Christ, mm-hmm. we believe that we shall also live with Him. Hallelujah. Knowing that Christ being raised from the dead. Knowing that Christ being raised from the dead. That is our evidence. In one of our Zoom meetings, I don't, I don't know if it, that's what we are still dealing with. We have become the trophies of his victory. Yes. So it was in his resurrection. We are the demonstrable proof that he resurrected. Glory. Why? Because his spirit is indwelling us. Yes. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Oh, glory to Jesus. Glory. Yes. Knowing that Christ being raised from the dead dies no more. He will not die anymore. Death has no more dominion over him. And because he will not die anymore, death has no more dominion over him. you. Say, I live. I live. I live. I live, I live in Christ. Death has no dominion over me. Over me. So it means that you are in charge of death. Yes. You remember yesterday? Yes. You are in charge of death. When death is coming, hold on. My Jesus died once. And the day he died, I died with him. So, out of this body to be present with him, I determine it. So, take care of yourself. Tell your neighbor, take care of yourself. Take care of yourself. Don't worry too much. Sleep well. Eat well. Don't eat poisonous food. Eat well. That is how you take charge over death. Are you here? Because if it's our spiritual, I say, go away. But physically, he can mess you. 
when your body begins to deteriorate, death is lurking, is knocking at your door. Because the body is the one that carries the spirit. If the body is not well, the spirit will escape. You cannot pressure the spirit. The spirit is so volatile. So if you take care of your body, the spirit will escape, even in church. Tell your neighbor, take care of yourself. Hallelujah. Why? You have dominion. You have power over death. Hallelujah. So when you decide to die, you decided to die. Tell your neighbor, don't mess yourself up. Take care of yourself. Eat well. And sleep well. And stop worrying. Unnecessarily. Let the BP come down. I said let the BP come down. Let the sugar come down. Let your organs work well. You are prophesying you. Let your organs work well. Let your system work well. In the name of Jesus. I prophesy to your life. The death that will want to work around you. We suck him away. Praise the Lord. Say, I'm in charge. The Bible says so. Are you here this morning? Death has no dominion over you. Take care of yourself. Take care of yourself. Take care of yourself. Take care of yourself. You just said it so you don't forget. Amen. Amen. For in that, that he died, mm -hmm. he died unto sin once. But in that he liveth, mm -hmm. he liveth unto God. Died, live. Died. Wow. Galatians 2. Finish this and let's go to Galatians 2. 11. Mm -hmm. Likewise reckon ye also oh, yourselves. He says, likewise, you have an information. Now let it sink down in your spirit. You have to see it. It has been told you. But you see it. Reckon. Reckon. You just said that death has no dominion over you. But you have to see it that indeed death has no dominion over me. It's not just saying it. It's living it. You speak it. You sleep it. You wake up even when your body is messing up. Death has no dominion over me. When your legs are all broken down. Death has no dominion over me. When your head is cracking like fire. Death. You have to reckon. It's, it's not just saying it. Knowing it. Living it all the days of your life. Live it all the days of your life. Praise the Lord. Read it and let's conclude with. Likewise, reckon ye also yourselves uh -huh. to be dead indeed. To, to be dead sin. indeed. Unto sin. Unto sin. But alive unto God through I, Christ. Alive Jesus. unto God. Through Christ Jesus. Through Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Let's go to Galatians 2.20 and let's close. Galatians 2.20 Galatians 2.20 I am crucified with Christ. He says, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless. Nevertheless. I live. I live. Say, I live. I live. I live. I live. Then he says what? Yet not I. Yet not I live. Yet not I. I live. Yet I am not the one living. Wow. I was crucified. I died, yet I live. And indeed, the life, the, my living is not I who is living, mm. but who? But Christ liveth in so me. Say, Christ lives in me. Christ lives so in me. Christ lives in you. Is the indwelling of the Spirit. Amen. Christ lives in you. Is the 
ever assured presence of the spirit of God in you. Christ lives in you. Is the ever abiding power of God in you. Christ lives in you. Is the assured resurrection power in you. Christ lives in me. Is the most potent word to ever know. Because it lives with you the rest of your life. Christ lives in me. Not Atigari lives in me. Not my family line lives in me. Not the bloodline lives in me. What lives, what runs through your vein is Christ. You have to know this. Christ lives in me. Christ lives in me. And John said the other day, the one who lives in me is mightier than the one who lives in the world. How can you be afraid of people? Don't be afraid of those who can have only effect on the body. Be afraid of one who has power over the body and the soul. And the one who has power over the body and the soul is Christ who lives in you. What it means is that you cannot be defeated. You cannot be defeated. You have to know it. Not just say it. Know it for yourself. Nobody can conspire against you. Ay, 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 ay. No conspiracy against Israel. There cannot be a contestation against Judah. You are Israel. You are Judah. The scepter is in your house. You are the seed of righteousness. He says, I don't live who. It is Christ who lives in me. Uh-huh. Then, and the life which I now live in so the flesh. So then, the life that I now live, because I know he is in me. The life that I now live, because I know Christ lives in me. I don't live by myself. Uh-huh, what? I live by the faith of the Son of God. I live by the faith of the Son of God. Who loved me. Who loved me. And gave himself and for me. And gave himself for me. Who loved me? Who loved me so much to deposit his spirit in me and gave himself for me? We are ending on this note. Shall I please be on our feet? Let's pray in the language of the spirit. Let's pray in the language of the spirit. Let's pray in the language of the spirit. Let's pray in the language of the spirit.